Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Oh, welcome in. Bienvenidos a Airbuds Podcast. I am your co-host, Jamel Johnson. And the I other co-host am... will speak now. Here I am, baby. Co-host number <laughs> deuce, PD Podcast. It's Pedro Podcast. What's up? I am playing the role of both whites. Happy basketball. Well done. Happy basketball to you, sir. Benner is in the motherland. Uh, Connecticut? Uh, no, Philly. He's going to go see Creed oh. 3, I think. I think he's oh, like streaming yeah. Creed 3 on the Rocky statue. Nice. Yeah. All right. Well, th- yeah, th- thanks for listening. One honor a better. Yep. Thanks so much. Have a good one. Take care, guys. Yeah, you guys are great. Thanks. Yep. A- man, wow. What a time. Oh, geez. Basketball makes me so happy. All right. Cut that shit down. Um. Welcome to Airbuds. We are a podcast where we talk about the National Basketball Association. And He's other Jamel. professional leagues occasionally. W is right up there. We will probably, I guess we'll flirt with March Madness. Did we ever talk about March Madness on this show? I mean, every once in a while, Benner's always like, oh, I don't like college ball because he like what? He didn't go to college or some shit. What's his problem? You know how um, the word hysteria is sexist because it comes from hysterectomy sure i feel like march madness when you say it enough times starts to be like this feels problematic inappropriate i'm uncomfortable i'm in houston the city of houston is geeked for the tournament because they got a one seed houston yeah it's like fucking night it's like it's the throwback i can't believe houston's well, good it's so weird the, right they their university of houston is the one seed and the final four is in houston so the city is very turned up right now 
I was uh, a guy at the show was in a full. He had the Houston like he looked like 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 Caleb Sampson or whoever the coach is. He had the full coach uni, and um, his three friends got kicked out of the comedy show. Oh man, that's amazing. Uh, yeah. Well, I hope they shout out to you, dude. <laughs> My man. Um, we'll do a little bit of business. Uh, we are going Patreon only here for the playoffs. So get in on the Patreon now. We give you an extra episode every week. Um, and find us at patreon.com slash airbudspod. Also, I mean, we'll still do two a week when we go Patreon only. Oh, yeah. We might probably do more, to be honest. I mean, I mean well, I'm just... you know, we're live streaming. We're going to watch along with some games. Assuming the Wizards are the 10 seed by then still. We'll, we'll at least I'll at least do one play in game. We're definitely doing a playback if the Wizards are in the play-in tournament, for sure. Just yeah, to watch I, you feel pain. Uh, yeah, I'll be doing it in a gimp mask. We do have a new review that I want to read because I don't want Benner to have to read it. Unless <laughs> you guys it about, read it last week. Well, is it about his dick again? Because <laughs> we did read that one, or we chose not to read that one, but then he brought it up like three straight episodes. Uh, it's not about his dick. Um, it's uh, five stars. I love Mike Benner. Uh, Airbuds ranked number one, Jamel, as you do. Okay. Number two, Mike, and number yeah. three, Peter, because he's never there. Totally that, fair. That is one hundred percent correct. Great Listen, rating. You nailed it. I who who's Crush. to complain? Um, <laughs> it goes on to say, I love Mike though. He's a tall sweetie whose voice. Is the exact midpoint midpoint between Raymond's brother on Everyone Loves Raymond and Kermit the Frog. Mike is the best. <laughs> hey, that's great. You know what though? It's a good thing that you read it because if he read it, it would make him more uncomfortable than if somebody said his dick sucked. Yeah, the only thing he hates more than someone making fun of him is someone telling him he's doing a great job, giving him accolades. Yeah, just like being happy for him and, and encouraging him. Number four on the rankings is Beth. Number five is Charlie. Yeah, I would say so. Well, Charlie's oh my, just yeah. like messes up the the show. That's why. Yeah, he he's a he's a fucking terror, man. I mean, um, he just doesn't respect podcasting because he's too little. Yeah, he's just um, well. Now, also, what... if he came through, he would be like loud as shit, and he's also punching me in the face now too. So hard to pod yes. when you're getting punched in the dome. Does um, Beth like it? Does Beth like that when he punches you in the face? No, because she gets it too, and she has glasses oh. on usually. So, oh Jesus, she's, pr- she's pretty convinced he broke her nose. What? Yeah, um, that's a strong baby. He's dense, dude. He's a dense you got, baby. You got a little white bones, Jones. Yeah, white bones, Jones. That's him. That's him. Yeah, in the octagon, like uh, like Jill and Hall. Um, all right, I want to ask you a question. Um, to talk about what everybody's going to be talking about. Um, first of all, have you ever held a gun? I have. What kind of gun was it? I have held a nine milli, and I have held a shotgun. Damn. What? So I've only held rifles. Um, yeah, I guess I've held a rifle too. Like at like, uh, but yours was like that was like a real nine millimeter. Yeah, yeah, you know Virginia. A lot of the homies back home got guns, and yeah, I held one one time. Was it loaded? Oh, um, no, it was not loaded. I remember because I kept cocking it. <laughs> um, it's like I think 
even holding like a rifle, I, I don't think it in any way compares. I feel like actually the smaller the gun is, the scarier it seems to me personally. Sure. Because it's like if I drop it, what's going to happen? It, it's going to drop it. It just feels like it's like you take it less seriously the smaller it is because it feels like, you know, uh, usually something bigger is kind of more intense or more, you know, um, all that to say. That's like, your ma- that's your misogynist sizeism coming out, by the way. I No, I'm. I, yes. All right. Fine. That is my misogynist. <laughs> Listen, my huge unproductive schlong is just what i'm taking from experience you know unlike your tiny magical pecker jamel yeah my um, dick is so small and mighty <laughs> your dick is like the will smith gun in men in black um, my dick is like the fucking bullet in mario kart <laughs> fast into the top nice Shush. um what what was your reaction when you saw ja Morant? Um, drunk as hell playing with a gun I guess my first reaction was why is he holding this gun like um, like someone else's underwear like dirty underwear he kind of was holding it from the yes from the butt of the gun and very like two fingers like and I was like well, what's up with this? And I was also, and then I was like, is this like a 22? It it almost looked like one of those water guns that like are like you can attach to a keychain. Yeah. I was wondering if it was a real gun because it looked like a nine millimeter, but it looked smaller. And I was like, well, I don't know. What is this? But then also I was like, you know, what the fuck is he doing? I will say like, um, Jamel, you're a gentleman of Hollywood. You walk sure. in elite circles with famous people all the time. Big Illuminati shit. Yes, yes. Yeah. You are uh, a member of the Black Crusaders, if you will. And but of course. Like, you know from experience that the shit that the public knows about people being crazy is only a tiny fraction of actually how fucking crazy people are. Absolutely. To me, that is a major indication of, like, we've had four jaw stories come out in the last like this calendar year that have just been like fucking insane stories. So my question is like, how bad is the shit that we're not hearing about for it to get to this point? That to me is the most concerning thing about the situation. And my other thing is what's going on with him personally. Like what is happening in his life? Is like, did he have a relative pass away that we don't know about or that he was close to or what the fuck, what would make a guy, just act the ass on the phone. Yeah, like I was it like a Lori Harvey, Michael B. Jordan situation? Yeah, you I don't know, know. Where like he just got like real hurt. I know like nothing just... about his love life, but I know when I was going through a breakup, I was getting hammered and posting too much on the computer. I remember going through a breakup in my early 20s and like doing drugs in like embarrassing places yeah like places that were just like yo this is embarrassing for me and like knowing that while i was doing it but just like fully not in control of my emotions or just not being in a good spot the only difference is like everyone is alive right now especially that generation i remember i remember you used to get yipped up used to get yipped up at joanne fabrics 
10 in the morning, I'd be like, Jamel, let's go get some sequence, dude. I got to get it. And I was like, nah, man, I was, I'm good, dude. And I was I like, just, you, just, you just have to watch me. Just cover me while I go look at I'm this like, lab. Man, all right, fine, fine. It seems like something's going on that we don't know about. And the weirdest part about it is his dad is courtside at a lot of games. I have been calling this out about his weird ass dad because I would say, Listen, Benner, I think, had it right with uh, LeVar Ball, to his credit. He was Mm -hmm. always like, LeVar is a positive influence. He is only talking good stuff about his kids. He's supporting them. He's doing like, he might be embarrassing, but he is like a very cool presence. Uh, T. Morant feels like the dad who hangs out at the frat house. Yeah. Seems like he's going through a breakup. Yeah. Like, are they both breaking up? Who, like... Who broke up with who? I don't know, man. It's very, it's a lot. And I've been seeing a lot of John Wall comparisons from the uh, Wizards internet community because John Wall, basically, the Wizards used the gang sign video as like a reason to trade him, thus, you know, slowly ending his career. Yeah, but that was just the gang for people who couldn't hit 17 footers consistently. That wasn't like it yo, I it's it's not the same. I mean, John Wall's dad died in 1999. He was in John Wall's dad was in prison for years. Did he die of Y2K? And then got out and died in like 1999. Died from Y2K disease. Mm-hmm. And so people comparing the same, it's like John Moran's dad is courtside almost every goddamn game. It's not the same. I also never remember. Yes, there was like, to me, that felt like a little. As a Cavs fan who was fucking beating your butts all the time. Sure. It felt like and John Wall gave it to us all the time. He always like was in Kyrie shit and always doing a good job. He was great. It felt fucking a little racially charged to me in like the John Wall stuff. It felt like they were looking for something to hang on to him because they were just looking for a way out. Definitely. He hadn't played in almost two years. They owed him all this money. He does a not smart thing, which post a video with his gang member friends. And they were like, good, sick. Let's rock. Yeah. That's how, and that's how that went. That's what I'm saying. And also John Wall. Never, never seen him holding a gun. Never seen him. I guess he smacked Jay Crowder that one time. Yeah, well, I think everyone's on his side on that one. Yeah, exactly. Jay Crowder was acting like a little bitch. I, this to me, though, just feels like, I don't know. It just has a, it does at least, I mean, I was saying, remember when we were talking about this shit, and I don't want to speak ill of those not here, but Benner was kind of laughing about the Indiana laser pointer thing. Oh, right. Um, yeah, because it was like, what type of, you know, it, it like, didn't. And he was like, so what? And I was like, dude, this is like, this ends in somebody dying if it doesn't get stopped early enough. Even if some, even if he just drops that fucking gun, like you were saying, by accident, and it goes off Ew. and you got like a Plaxico Burris situation. Like. Uh, yeah, I mean, it, hey, Jason Williams. Yeah. The black one. <laughs> Remember he fucking shot his limo driver? And looking around Vic- with guns, yeah, yeah, not- he had to do a little, he had to do some time for that. It's such a bad look, man. It's such a get like also just like guns are bad. How about that? 
Like guns are bad, and you are like the Steph Curry uh, uh, heir apparent to like little kids liking you because you are small. And it's it's um yeah, it's bad. And you know, I think a lot of people have said it's unnecessary. You are a highly paid Nike athlete with a shoe deal now. <laughs> on on the top on a on a on a basketball team with home court advantage in the West. Like <laughs> yeah. what it's, you know. And congratulations, you'll probably see the Suns or in the second round, or you're gonna get the Mavericks in the first round. Oh, the Sun the Suns are gonna kick their fucking head in. I don't give a shit if he never touches a gun again. I, he could start going to church right now. <laughs> this is the other problem with what the Grizzlies did, though, was they just talked so much shit that, like, now the NBA players themselves are like, fuck the Grizzlies. Fuck them. And now they're getting everybody's best shot. Like, no one's resting. No one's, like, resting for, like, load management when they see the Grizzlies on the schedule now. It's hard, man. He's a young dude. People forget he's how old is he? 22? 23. He's 23. He's, That's so young. He's 23 years old. When I was 23 years old, I was confirmed an idiot. I think and I was never I was never that. I was always when my friends were pulling out guns when I was 23, I was like, please don't include me in the gun <laughs> part. That was me, Jamel Johnson with no money at age 23. You know why? Because guns are fucking scary. Yeah, I just, I don't need that type of firepower. <laughs> I'm okay. I, it, uh, it's, it's a mess. I, it does, we, I, um, on the Patreon, we might be hearing, we might be having a seance for David Stearns. Yeah, because... we, we're trying to, it takes a week to contact him. And we, we started the process. There's a lot of potion. When the suns were on, yeah, yeah. I had to go out and get some Manischewitz. It's like... Yeah, first thing. The first thing that had to happen was Durant had to beat Kyrie today, mm-hmm. and that's the Absolutely. first piece. Because if the Mavs won, we would have had to start all over. Oh my God, it's uh, Dallas. Dallas doing exactly what you thought they would do, which is just like score 140 points every game, which I is mean, cool. Yeah. They both we'll just all their guys could just get 30. It's still really weird to see Christian Wood doing anything, but. Sure. I just am waiting also for Jason Kidd to just like be himself in the playoffs. There's too many people. There's too many forces working against Luca. I feel like um, West is going to be fun as hell, though, man. I mean, they fucking Memphis could get the Clippers in the first round. No, it's pretty exciting. But, you know, you, OK, you said you never. Was the last time you seen somebody with a gun, Peter? Um. Well, I got little piggly wigglies on my subway stop all the time. Oh, right. So there you go. That's true. Um, when am I? Last time I seen a gun like in person. A civilian holding a gun. Maybe when I was in back in Ohio, like some open carry shit. Um, like some, I think I remember seeing someone holstered up in like a fucking mall, basically. But it's- like. But honestly, you know, I, the only thing scarier than a gun is a, a, a white man with a gun. It's as scary as it gets. I uh, also didn't want to skip over Paul Pierce defending mm. John Morant holding the gun. You know, when you 
shake off that ESPN. He he really he went all the way. He was just I mean, like, hey, he's he loves doing inappropriate shit on Instagram live. I, it's his favorite thing to do. Right. And so I, he he was like, okay, I got stabbed. So after I got stabbed, I was carrying a gun. And it's like, yeah, but we didn't know that. Right. And also like you weren't like waving it around during like your championship run either. Yeah, you weren't holding it like a handkerchief. It it just feels like, like you were doing a, a goddamn magic trick. <laughs> it did it, it looked like he was holding the gun. He's like, and here it is, and then I put it into this hat here and I shuffle it around with a rabbit, and then I shot the rabbit. The rabbit the rabbit's dead. Uh yeah, I that's all. And I guess, you know, all of those dudes in the two thousands, if the internet was where it is now. Oh, I'm yeah. sure we would have seen a lot of Ruben Patterson probably had a gun. You know Bonzi Wells had a piece. I it is a testament to Le, one of the most impressive things about LeBron James is the stuff that never happened to him or that he was never caught up in. See, that's you know, he's it's a testament. To like, it doesn't have to be that way. Like, I know that John Moran is like struggling with like growing up and being black and growing up and having money. Cause it's like you come from an area where anything can happen to you at any time and you have to keep your head on a swivel. Now you have $10 million in the bank and what? You can't, you're like, you, you just log pretend. into Wells Fargo and you just see eight figures in your checking account. Yeah, and you can't pretend, you don't want to pretend like you're not from there because you are. It's tough. It's also tough to just be like, yeah, because if you also just kind of shut out everything in your past too, you don't feel like you're being authentic to yourself and who you are in the first place. So I You feel can't, like a little I'm, bitch. You feel like you're Jay Crowder. You feel like you're a little bitch ass bitch. <laughs> Yes, J Identity Crisis Crowder. Um, yeah, no, I, I'm, I'm sympathetic. I just, I'm glad and hope this intervention is like before anybody gets hurt. Um, I do wonder the irreparable damage that he's done to the Grizzlies as a basketball vibe. I mean, Dylan Brooks already has become like shittier Patrick Beverly. Like at least Pat Bev is like funny. Um, I don't think I think Dylan Brooks like thinks he, like them all the like also the Grizzlies like think they're funny. It's you know they're 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 trying to have an identity because everybody talks about team identity, so they decided we'll be the heels, I guess, or just like the most annoying fraternity on a college campus. I never thought that this it would end with me being on Clay Thompson's side. <laughs> I I hear you, man. Same. <sighs> Same. I never want for one second when Clay Thompson was like, oh, these guys are talking crap. They never want anything. I was like, shut up, Clay. <laughs> but now well, it's the, like, eh, okay. I guess he's right. Okay, well, here's the problem with Clay is like every time Clay shoots a three, the entire internet's like, watch out, Clay Thompson not getting the respect he deserves. It's like, so to me, that's more like, like I feel like Clay's actually more annoying because of the people who cover him. But Clay does seem like a cool weirdo. And when he's like, fuck you. If he's mad at you, if he is pissed off at you, you've probably done something wrong. 
he definitely seems like one of the few NBA players who like we could comfortably hang out with. Like he'll just he'll Absolutely. just he'll just drink a beer. I feel like over fifty percent of the league won't even drink beers. They only want like Shirley Temple's with um Grenadine like, baby the most the most expensive vodka in it. Um, so I'm not, I'm, I'm, I'm not drinking right now, but I did spend money on a six pack of Negroni mix oh and boy. it's called, it's called phony Negroni. Uh, <laughs> you don't say. And, uh, you know what? It, uh, it's delicious and I love drinking it, but I do feel like a little fucking bitch boy when I drink it. Dog, I'm tired of white people even drinking Negronis. Y'all shouldn't even have rights to Negronis at all. You have to, like, show an Italian passport? Yeah, you have to be in Italy. To be in Italy? You have to be in Italy or you have to be at your house. I'm done with listening to white people order Negronis at the bar. Heck, I have two Negronis? Well... You say that, but also like now when you hear someone order an old fashioned, you feel like they're at a cheesecake factory. I just I'm tired of cocktails if I'm being real. <laughs> so what's your what what is the appropriate Jamel Johnson order in your vicinity that's not gonna make you roll your eyes? You can order you can order whiskey. You can't order bourbon, not hearing it. Yeah, I I respect that. No bourbon. Yeah, yeah. You can have a gin and tonic. Sure. Vodka soda. Yeah, basics and yeah. light beers. If you order an IPA, I might lay hands on you. <laughs> and if you ask for us a, a specific kind of IPA, ooh, I'll put your ass in the ground. Do you have any like uh, se- seasonal IPAs? Like, what the fuck are you talking about, man? Do you want a beer? We um, have beers. Have you, did you watch any of the Kevin Durant experience so far this week? I watched him today. And yes, as I told Benner, whenever you was missing one of them times. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Earlier the moment the moment I saw Kevin Durant score 30 for the Suns, I would believe that the Suns had a chance. And now I do, in fact, believe the Suns have a chance. I love it, man. Um, I mean, it's Chris exciting. Paul looked great. Chris Paul Chris, looked great. I, I'm just happy that he's in a situation that feels like it's not burdened by Kyrie. And I'm also like, Kyrie also feels like he's in a better situation. It just was a toxic ass. Bro- everyone, Brooklyn feels like they're in a better situation. Everyone feels like they are thriving by just getting away from each other. Yeah, it was really weird that it was like, and I'm watching Kyrie be excited about potentially beating the Suns, and I'm like, what the fuck happened? How bad was Brooklyn? How 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 shitty of a work environment could it have been? I mean, I guess he wanted to leave Brooklyn because too many of uh, the chosen people. Yeah, well, you know, we bring that out in people. Sure, sure. I get it. I just you know, when that I, when that alarm bell goes off for the Sabbath, it is a little eye rolly. But it's like I saw Chris Paul. The Wizards have three point guards that get minutes. The three point guards that are a part of 
the nine to 10 man rotation. And I saw Chris Paul today at what age 38, 39. Yeah. 30. Yeah. Something like that. 37, 38. Something like that. I saw him do a move that I have not seen. None of them three guys do in the fourth quarter of this game. And I was like, Oh yeah, he's really that guy. I think he was rejuvenated by knowing this is it. This is like, this is his last dance basically. Although he can I mean, bring it back next year too, like, I mean, he'll play until they kick him out. For yeah, sure. that's true. Like, that's just that's just what Chris is on and will remain. But you're right. He, I mean, come on, a guy like this getting Durant in, he must have. What did he do? Like immediately say sorry to DeAndre Ayton? I, I don't know. I don't know. I. Uh... Like DeAndre Aiden's just got to like hang on for the ride, you know what I mean? Oh, like, they, no one, they don't have any choice. The yeah. only person who really has any sort of like a choice or like control of their destiny is Devin Booker, and he probably doesn't even care. DeAndre, all DeAndre Aiden has to do one time is take a hard foul, go up through a hard foul. That's it. If he just wants everyone to relax, he just needs to take one hard foul once. I don't mind. Um, it. I. Let's see. What else is going on in the West? I mean, right now, uh, I feel like the Lakers are staying in it, which is crazy. I mean, they beat, you know, Steph came back. Lakers Steph won. came back. They I won. mean, that's a per- perfect recipe for the <laughs> Lakers to win. Steph coming back after missing a month. Like, whenever a guy misses time like that, they always lose that first game coming back. And I'd like... Like, the Lakers without LeBron, it's really weird to listen to Lakers fans, specifically C.J. Toledano and Rob Hayes, who are the only two Lakers fans I talk to. Like, all year they were like, man, LeBron is fucking this team up. I hate the shots he takes. And then as soon as he was going to be out for an extended amount of time, they were like, oh, the season's done. We're finished. It's like, well, which one is it, man? Which one is it? Bayless arguing with himself, basically. Yeah, it's like, did you want him gone? I, people were saying trade LeBron. Well, here's and, well that. First of all, living in LA with Laker fans is psychotic. Like clearly, oh, like you're lucky that you can at least talk to two of them that at least you feel like aren't you know gonna drive on the wrong side of the highway after a loss. That's but true. I would say to them, as an old LeBron head, and CJ counts in this this category as well because he's loved LeBron forever LeBron was also like doing what he had to do to give them a shot even if it was annoying like what were you going to do let Lonnie Walker and Russ shoot open threes like he's like a basketball fucking Mozart like of course he's looking at this and saying what's the best situation even if it's ugly and I'm like my usage is disgusting yeah that's what I thought and the team just got sick like the team is legit better and like and like good. Like team is like like they could put up a fight. If they get through the plan, they could put up a fight. They got some shit back, whatever. And Lonnie Brawker made some big shots today. And Anthony Davis coming back. I mean, Anthony Davis coming back is the biggest, you know, piece to it all. Everybody forgets the whole time that everybody was complaining about how LeBron was playing, Anthony Davis was sitting on the bench looking you know, like a fucking idiot with his thumb up his butt. You know what we have in common with Anthony Davis? All three of us are too heavy to play basketball consistently. That's true. Every time I play basketball, I need a week off. Yeah. I I mean, we need to get 
we need to get Anthony Davis on like a strict Pilates intensive. Like he Something, should only man. be allowed to do Pilates. He looked good today, though. He did look. He looks great when he does that. He looks great. They're fun. He looked good today. Rui did not look good today, but it didn't matter. They um, got more shit. They got better shit. Let's talk about the East for a couple minutes. Please do. Your Wizards are holding firm on that 10th seed right now. I mean, the Game one and a half we... up, six and four in their last 10. Heartbreaker to the Raptors, but still like, you know what? Your team, as much as I have gone on this podcast and told you to question everything you do. You told me to give up hope. You, <laughs> I told, did me tell... to not, you told me to not believe in anything. Well, I know I told you you don't have hope. I didn't tell you to give it up. Oh, you better. Even better. <laughs> I said their team is hopeless. Oh, great. I, I, You know what? They're fun. They're a fun, scrappy team. Fuck you. That's what <laughs> my response to that is. Go fuck yourself, Peter Moses. You don't get Fair. to say they're fun and scrappy. I feel like, I know this is an audio podcast, but I feel like my barber um, uh, gave me a, uh, a Wes Unsell Jr. beard trim. Yeah. Bruh, it's so the way we lose this game, it's like first off, Kuzma gets hurt early, right? So Tough. his he's his knees banged up, that's a problem. But the thing that's there's like so many things that are consistently frustrating. One, Porzingis always looks great in the first quarter. Always you gotta get him you gotta get him always hot. By the end of the game, he is useless. He's tired, he's as, man. He's as close to as useless as can get. I think he did actually have a big bucket in the fourth quarter, but that's rare. That's rare. The I, point I, guard situation. I what just remember a cut over to Porzingis in overtime, and he looked like he was in Rocky Four. Like he looked like he was like more tired after like a twelve round bout. Also, um, I mean, like the Raptors just get to play defense like it's the nineties. It's I so annoying. So one of the guys the, one, are the most annoying team. This they guy, have the heat. One of the Wizards Twitter guys was like, "Oh, the the Raptors get to hand check now." Oh yeah, dude. All they do is they just get to like, hand check. They get to play illegal defense. Yep. And they get to jam like, the paint. You know what they're like? They're like the fucking Seattle secondary, the Seahawks secondary from like five years ago, where like they <laughs> just got to like play pass inter- have do pass interference on every fucking play. And it's like, yep, that's just what they do. They're scrappy. It's like, Nick Nurse, he thinks he's fucking Chuck Daly, and he can kiss my ass because you are yeah. not Chuck Daly, and your team sucks. The you Raptors. Got, they've got two guys who can hit an open three. <laughs> Everybody else can kiss my ass. The Raptors and the Heat um, are going to like be uh, play each other in the play-in, and they both deserve to be just disqualified. It's going to be the ugliest, scrappiest. It should just be like... Fred Van Vliet versus Adonis Haslam in like a cage match and just winner just gets to move on. And it's like, I get, I like, I like DeLon, right? DeLon Wright has played well for us. Good player. Good player, man. But I don't know, dude. He's just not like, he's not a calming influence. Like we threw so many turnovers against these guys. We was really missing Monte Morris. Monte Morris is like the only guy on the roster who I truly mm-hmm. trust with the ball at all times. I that's fair. 
you again, like competent players. You have a team full of fun, competent players. Monte Morris, Delon Wright, like Kuzma's been great. Even Przingis for the first 28 minutes. They're fun. Sure. I, the, the biggest thing we have to talk about, and probably my worst nightmare as I'm in New York circling uh, Knicks people and entities, the Knicks are the best, the hottest team in the fucking East right now. Jalen Brunson is like Kyrie Irving who like does all of his homework and shows up early to class. Yeah, it seems like Cam Reddish never belonged there. And um, Josh Hart Josh, was a great yeah. replay. Yeah. Josh Hart just like doesn't even have to take the subway because he's just hoisted from shoulder to shoulder of like New Yorkers down the street. Yeah. I mean, they look great. And they look I mean, great. The, the Celtics are shaky, in my opinion. I, uh, and Philly's Philly, so they're just gonna. <laughs> Doc Rivers is gonna just like decide to stop coaching in like when it's crunch time. I listen. You're right, and I think the Celt. The, the, I would still put the Sixers in those top three. I'd put like because they and they they just ended Milwaukee's like 16 game winning streak, which was a legit win. And yeah, they took a tough one to the Celtics recently, but I would still put Philly in there from a talent perspective. Um, sure, I think no, the Cle- talent is talented. They got talent, bro. America's got talent. America's got talent, but also Celtics. Yes, they throw up. Like I mean, them losing. A twenty-eight point lead to the Nets, not ideal, but I don't know, man. Like all the jockeying, it's like when playoffs come, we'll see. Well, we'll what see. are the Nets? What are the Nets when this when this all shakes out? Well, they're three and seven in their last ten. They're two up on Miami um, for to stay out of the play-in, but Miami's also four and six in their last ten. Like they a lot of the heartbreaker to the Knicks, but I don't know, man. Trash, trash. Miami, um, Miami's got problems. Everybody's got problems. The Bucks got problems. I mean, Chris Middleton, he's not really re- back to himself. And yeah. Giannis is in and out of the lineup this year. Yes. I mean, and- I think, like, they're shit, dude. They just came off 16 straight. Let me not act like, but, like, we all know that the regular season is not the playoffs, man. Call the Hawks. Call the fucking. Yes, you're, you're right. You're right. And I think that's what's going to make the East exciting because it's still a better it's going to be a more intense, I think, than the West for the first time in a long time. We're going to have great playoffs, but um, everyone's a little bit flawed. I don't, it, it, I don't think either any of those three teams are not making it past the first round. Um, but between the Knicks, the Cavs, and then those three, you're going to have a, a fucking bloody Eastern playoffs for the first time. Uh, um, is your parlay still active? No, the Cavs are going to fuck it up. That was my fault. I'm going to hit on eight out of nine. Eight out Hilarious. of nine. That's what Hilarious. I deserve. Yep. Um, all right, Jamel, we got to wrap it here, but uh, have a safe travels from Houston and uh, check us out at, at Airbuds Pod on everything. And thanks for talking to me. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. 
Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.